and gentlemen, welcome to Random Shots, where we are four lifelong friends just hanging out, chatting away. We have no particular direction, and uh, that's what I like about us. But uh, we do have a goal that we will get to eventually, but it's going to take a while. So let's start it off with intros. My name is Rowdy Knight, and of course on Twitter, you can always reach me at Rowdy Knight. On Facebook, I'm at Rowdy Knight. Or you don't need to use ads, no. But if you go at Facebook, you'll find Rowdy Knight. What are you on Pinterest? I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) I can look that up, though, for all you uh, Pinteromaniacs out there. Still no no, no interest, by the way. Still no Pinterest. (laughs) (laughs) And by the way, since I chimed in, I'm going to go ahead and intro myself. That's me, Indy, the one, the only, the greatest podcaster in the universe. That's me. Other than us three, I'll agree. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) oh yeah, that guy too. Yeah, he's good. Oh Jericho, he's he's, he's good. Stone Cold, Stone Cold, Cold. good. Yeah, Jay Moore, Jay Moore's good. (laughs) Yeah. So that's two. Jim Ross. (laughs) All these guys, two, three, four. But you're definitely in the top twenty-five thousand, I think. Because everybody has a podcast now. Thankfully, they don't like make anything where you have to pass a test to do this, you know. So uh, I'll go ahead and give out my Twitter for uh, it's at greatest podcaster in the universe. Oh, I'm sorry. I mean at daring dragoon. That's with two O's, people. I just searched that at greatest podcaster in the universe. It pulled up Kevin Smith. Hi, Kev. And uh, I'm Tony. You can find me on the Twitter sphere at Antba44. That's A N T B A 44. And I'm Jerry. You can find me at Max Magus. You can find the pod shot, uh, podcast at Our Shots Podcast or just search Random Shots on Facebook and Indie. What's that website? You got to go ahead and go on to random shots.net. And you and click on that subscribe button. Click on the episodes link. You can listen to each and every ep- episode and subscribe. Hey, Tony, didn't you say there was another way to get the Random Shots podcast to play in your house? Yes, you could always ask Alexa. <laughs> no, but on uh, on Monday nights or whenever I'm watching Raw, when she comes on, when they announce her. Alexa lights up like, what do you want? <laughs> and then they'll say bliss, and she goes, I don't know how to answer that. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. <laughs> so, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we are uh, here tonight. Uh, we are going to be reaching up to the top shelf later. We are going to be pulling down wait, our... Wait, 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 wait. Our favorite punctuation. Exclamation point? Yeah, see, that's, that's Tony. Yeah, yeah. Max says it's period. <laughs> no, my favorite's quotation marks. Oh, quotes. That's right, quotes. That's where we were going. Quotes. Yeah, quotes. <laughs> Are you sure it's not question mark? You know, if we had a dude on here named Mark, that would be great because that'd be like a, you know, you could ask him stuff. But then a big gimmick infringement because Schlereth does it. <laughs> well, then that's gimmick infringement against Seuss because he wears a question mark on his shirt on Gravity Falls. And the Riddler. Oh, and going way back. <laughs> That's multiple question marks. At people. least I know this guy's answer. I'm like, who's, who's, the, who's the guy that sells the answers book? Wasn't that? I, I don't remember what his name was. Government um, Grants guy. Yeah. Always oh, had question marks. Yeah. I bought uh, one of those. You know what it did for me? Jack Squat. <laughs> no, no. It, no. 
It separated you from your money. What's that old saying? Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't know. It you worked for him. him. Yeah. It worked for him. He's like, what how? I can make a million dollars. Send me thirty nine ninety five, and I'll give you this book of uh, words. I don't know. Yeah, I can't remember that dude's name. We'll have to look him up, put him in the show notes. Did okay. you guys know we have show notes? <laughs> I yes. I've heard rumors. Click on the episode. Or the episode's link from random-shots.net, and you can get to them. There's a link to the show notes in the episode itself, or the episode's link, so... And you can check the show notes all the way back to episode one. All right. Just one of the main services we offer. Many. And it's all free. We don't charge for this entertainment. Wait a minute, we're not charging for this? Matthew Lesko. I'm going home. Yeah, Matthew Lesko. There he is. uh, That is a true statement. Alright. And that's right, ladies and gentlemen. We are going to be reaching up to the top shelf. We're pulling down our top three favorite quotes of all time. They can be funny quotes, they can be serious quotes, but they're going to be quotes. A lot of fingers quoting going on in this room Air quotes. Tonight. Air quotes. Finger quotes. I, I think we'd rather uh, have I'd air. I'd rather not. I yeah. think we'd rather have air guitar, but tonight's air quotes. It, it, I don't know um, who quotes episodes, you, you did a little air guitar. <laughs> <laughs> they thought you were tickling your side. <laughs> uh, By the way, over the course of the last two days, I've rewatched the Bill and Ted movies again. So if I do some air guitar tonight, I'm blaming it on that. Sounds good. Excellent! <laughs> You're getting ready for Bill and Ted face the music a little early. We're still waiting on that one. <laughs> it is never too early to get ready for the third Bill and Ted movie. <laughs> All right. Is there really going to be a third Bill and Ted movie? Yes, there, there is. is. Alex Winter and Keanu Reeves have both confirmed that it's happening. Oh, that's And magical. I think they, uh, they're they actually doing part of the writing, too, aren't they? They are. Yeah. Um, Alex Winter has so, been signed up. Whoa. Whoa. Alex Winter has been signed on to do the writing for about three years now, and he finally got something going. He got around to it. He's kind of like us doing this podcast. It's like forever. <laughs> Eventually, we get there, though. Yeah, they even have like a director, the guy that did Galaxy Quest. I heard so. Oh, that was Good a fun news. movie. Yeah, yeah. I, They're tapping the I big leagues. I never even heard of that movie, sorry. Got Tim uh, Allen, I think. It's Tim Allen, Allen. It's so Alan Good. Rickman, <laughs> and Alan Rickman. And Sigourney Weaver. Yes, and Sigourney Weaver. That's all it's, I know about it. It's great. They were watch purple. It with your family. It's PG it's, and it's really funny. It, they it, were purple. It, it's kind of. Uh, I like purple. They're kind of making fun of the Star Treks. So uh, let's let's hop into our our categories. Uh, let's hop into our newest segment on the show. Uh, we've done this a uh, few times rapid now. Rapid real shots. Rapid real shots. Rapid real shots. Rapid, 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 rapid. The random picker said we are starting the rapid real shots with Indy tonight. All right. In the world of comics, there's Squirrel Girl news. I'm sorry, people. The co-creator of Squirrel Girl has passed. That's Aww. that's Steve Ditko. Uh, he also creates oh. other characters like um, Spider-Man and Doctor Strange. Oh, but yeah. you know, you may have heard of them too. A couple of the but mostly uh, Squirrel Girl. So, all right. And but it shouldn't affect the uh, TV show or movie or. Well, no, no movie, but TV show or anything. No, no. He's he's mainly from the world of comics, and he worked with Stan Lee back in the day. One of those legendary people. Who didn't? With uh, Kirby. (laughs) Kirby and 
Jack Kirby and him are and him are like the main. That was Kirby, dude. <laughs> oh, Kirby's yeah. love bug, and not Kirby the pink ball <laughs> retro game. Uh, I, I I'd say outside Punk of Stan, Kirby is fun. That was my favorite Kirby game. Do you do you play like Kirby? Had, yeah. Kirby's Dream Course. Kirby's That's what it, yeah, Kirby's Dream Course. I couldn't remember Kirby's what it was called. Ball. Yes, Kirby's uh, the Ball. Hey. You guide him to uh, you, you, how hard you hit him and everything. Yeah. He rolls up there and drops just, in the hole. I just discovered that one recently. Oh, and Kirby's speaking of yeah. retro news. That is right, a retro game, so we can talk about Speaking that. of retro news, there it, here is, I want you to guess, what is the best-selling console of June 2018? Classic NES. That's right. Classic, Classic NES. NES. That crazy, <laughs> but uh, well, that, that it one tells you that crazy. Yeah, <laughs> it tells you nostalgia Actually, sells. Yeah. Something uh, I, an article I saw online say it's uh, it's poised to surpass PS4 and Xbox One by the end of the year. And how much is it? Uh, hundred something. There you go. Bucks. That's it's why sixty bucks. Actually. Sixty bucks. That's why. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But they're saying, from what I saw, that mm. article was saying that dollar amount, they're, they're poised to pass. Right. Wow. Well, they're selling a lot more. I mean, you're selling... Probably a profit, too, because it's probably... Five, of, the, uh, five of those compared to one of the other, you know, so... <laughs> right, so that's some interesting... And news. quite frankly, if I was to get a system for the boys in their bedroom, I would get one of those yes. old-school... As much as I like the NES Classic, I'd personally go for the Super NES Classic myself, but that's that, me. And that's where I discovered that Kirby's Dream Course, because I'd right, never heard of it Super, before, but yeah. it was on the SNES collection, and I tried it out. It's great. Yeah. And is it on the Super NES? Uh, your Earthbound. Thank yeah. you. Round. I like yeah. your, your pick, your retro video game pick. Yeah. But it's also, it's got Link to the Past. Oh. Link to the, you know, they've got a ton of great games on the Super NES. Regular 8-bit had some great games, but... My games were on the, the Super NES. But my game, <laughs> my number one, was not only an 8-bit game, but it was the main event of the uh, Ready Player One. That's right. Remember, I kind of teased that <laughs> yes, last one. Yes, it was. Yeah. I, I teased that last All right, last, no spoilers uh, here. No spoilers. But, but uh, just remember, one of those, go back and listen to that episode and... And one of those episodes, one of those we we discuss is part part of the climax. So, yep. all right. But uh, yeah, I was so excited when I saw that. I'm like, oh! <laughs> I'm like, I picked it. I, I knew it. <laughs> and but I played that game since then, and it sucks. It's terrible. I can't stand it now. <laughs> oh, he was so excited too. He fired that game up. He's like, I'm gonna play my number one. He gets it loaded up, and he's like. How the hell did I play this? <laughs> oh, come on, it's a dot with a uh, weird-looking dragon that looks more like a key than a dragon. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 Why uh, did I remember your number one? All right, ruin it for us. What it's, is, a game, it's a game adventure on Atari, and it was that's what it was called, was adventure. Do they say it in the movie? Because yeah. I would I would yeah. be watching it going, what the heck is this game? <laughs> yep, they, nope. they, nice. uh, they reference it completely. They even chose... Show him playing it and everything, and uh, but yeah, it was uh, uh, it was very cool because of the fact that that was my number one and everything. And uh, whenever I saw that, I just kind of geeked out. And but yeah, I played it again, and I'm like, oh, this is a terrible game. <laughs> I don't even think it was eight bit. It was more like whoop bit. It was not even a full one. It was like <laughs> I think I've got Atari's Greatest Hits collection. It's on there, so I've played it recently too. It brings me yeah. back. Not really holds up too well, but, no, but it brings me all. back. 
It's still enjoyable. Should have thought the way it entertained the twelve-year-old. Uh, yeah, he was. He was. He was stoked. Mesmerized yeah. by that square. Like, your ass. wow, Dad. That's yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to go read the encyclopedia or something. That's more excitement. So, I would like to see them release a PS1 classic at some point because I was a huge fan of a game called Final Fantasy Tactics on the PS1, and I can't get a hold of it anywhere where I can play it right now. I can't even get it on the computer at the moment. My favorite PS1 game was uh, the first Twisted Metal. That was fun, too. No. That was fun. The other oh. Twisted Metals, I, I didn't like very much. I, I tried them, played them, didn't care for them. But that first one, was that one was cool. I enjoyed that one. So, so <laughs> rapid real shots. Hey, I think it's your turn. My turn. I'm going to go with sports this time. Sports. <gasps> it's our favorite time of year. Yes, fantasy football, but... Football in general. Thought he was dun, talking dun, about golf okay. for a second there. However, Tiger's back. Uh huh. Let's talk about the World Cup. No. Um, <laughs> however, we're in the preseason right now. My thoughts. We shorten it to two games. First game, starters play half the first half. Then they get pulled. You play your second screen string, second half. That last game is for those guys that are working hard trying to make the team. They get a game under their belt. But most of the evaluation, a lot of teams now are are, are doing um, scrimmages against each other. Right, joint, joint, joint practices. practices and scrimmages. Like bears are in town. Yeah, I saw that. Did you see the, the video of the, the uh, punt returner, I think it is? No, I didn't. He caught six balls. He, he caught a ball, he put it under his arm. He caught another ball, put it up the, under... Right? He had six <laughs> balls before he dropped one. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, McKenzie, uh, the Broncos, must have been like just completely jealous because <laughs> all season last year, he couldn't catch one ball. <laughs> <laughs> and he's from Georgia, so I feel bad for the kid. <laughs> but I'm shocked that he came back this year, uh, or that he was invited back this year. But he did return a punt in, uh, in their first preseason game, the Broncos. Nice. So... Jerry, you're a genius. Hi, my name is Jerry, and I am a social media addict. Uh, let's be Me honest. Too. Did I mention on all my handles? <laughs> let's be honest. I'm mostly a Facebook addict, you know, and a lot of people are. Uh, Facebook has decided they're unveiling some new tools. Um, they actually and here's Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> they actually unveiled these tools uh, a couple weeks ago now, August first. Uh, to help users manage the amount of time they spend on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, In a blog post, the company said that it wants users to have more control over the time they engage on the platform. So, the question is that I'm putting forth, do you guys think that Facebook's tools will really help people manage their time on Facebook, or will they do like I do and just largely ignore them? Um, Well, they've been going for 16 days now. And I don't even know what tools you're talking about. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. I thought I was the only one. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, I'm, be it, I'm not on as much as you are. I, I, I take that back. I may be on there as much as you are, but I don't read everybody's posts the way you do. And I don't comment on everybody's posts the way you do. And I don't have two accounts and argue with myself the way that you do. I don't <laughs> argue with myself anymore. Anymore. <laughs> but... Uh, uh, but I, I look through it. I mean, I, I, I scroll through. I see what's going on in the world, things like that. 
Um, you know, I got a lot of uh, co-workers and uh, old co-workers, especially when you've had as many jobs as I have. There's a lot of old co-workers. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so I see what they're up to and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, I like like pictures here and there. But I, I'm not... I don't share a lot of my own stuff on there. Uh, I have pictures of my kids occasionally. Um, you know, I check in that I'm standing in line for Madden, you know, whatever. But, uh, <laughs> the, but important <laughs> the important stuff, stuff right. you know, <laughs> kids and Madden, you know. <laughs> oh, right, wife, movie. wife, also wife. Uh, I think she's on there somewhere. Um, but, um, oh, yeah, a lot of, uh, L-E. <laughs> a lot of, uh, pictures of, you know, kids with thumbs up at, uh, movie posters and stuff, but, uh, I mean, I don't... And some of them are his. Yeah, some of them are mine. <laughs> okay. I have restraining orders from the others, but... <laughs> Completely kidding. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, I don't know if I necessarily would need or want a tool about managing my time because I'm I, I'm a grown up so I manage my own time and you know there's Supercard Madden and then family um <laughs> but uh, priorities people <laughs> and uh but yeah so I, I don't know if the tools are really helpful I, I think it's them trying to con people to spend more time on it quite frankly which is not what the world needs Right. And I'm probably not the person to ask about this because I hate getting all the notifications and stuff from Facebook, so I don't even have the app on my phone. I just have it, 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 I have Facebook as a tab in my browser. Um, So I just look at the browser five minutes a day or so, see what's going on real quick. I did not notice any of these new tools, and I don't see myself using them, so. And this is why he's our retro video game guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 he dials in with his uh, connection there and uh, pops up Facebook. So. It's, it's, a browser, it's a browser on my smartphone, at least. It's, not, it's, something, it's something modern. Yes, yes. Yeah, so my topic today will be Supercard. Um, what? Yeah, Did you see Greg, that coming? I, I think we just had that, that It won't be that every time, people. Sometimes I'll talk about Madden. For those of those at home, there's a smartphone game called WWE Supercard. Well, I think we've covered that on yeah, I'm pretty uh, a few we've episodes. Uh, mentioned it. That's <laughs> what their first episode. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> so, Supercard. It when it started off, and uh, I've been playing since day one of Supercard and ish. Uh, <laughs> ish. Shout out to the Usos. Um, now for the first couple seasons, I didn't take it real serious. It was very much a I got fifteen minutes here or there type thing. Um, now the rest of my life is hey, I got fifteen minutes here or there because the rest of the times I've been playing Supercard. Um, so I take it more serious than most. Um, I don't expect others to play as the way I do because it's not healthy. <laughs> uh, but uh, with Supercard, it has a very vocal online community as far as through Twitter and Facebook and things like that. And that's where my rapid real shot comes in is my opinion about the Supercard community. <laughs> so... 
few years ago they had these pull animations and things like that and everybody didn't care about them nobody bothered you know hey this is great anything like that supercard took them off put in a couple other features a couple other games things like that and then people complained oh well the animations are gone and so it's like okay now and then they start hating on the new new modes and stuff that they they put out um here more recently um last year they uh they released new tiers of cards every so often and last year uh they had uh, wrestlemania tier for wrestlemania 33 and then you didn't have a new tier of cards until SummerSlam. Um, so April to August, you, you had the, your highest card possible was the pro WrestleMania 33 all the way through. Um, so people complained. Like come July, uh, June, July of last year, Twitter is just blowing up. Every time they popped up anything, do a new tier, do a new tier, do a new tier, do a new tier. So they, uh, so this year they brought in a new tier. Um, so they put a, uh, what they call Goliath tier in, uh, late June, I think, right? About Sounds about right? Yeah, Sounds right. Uh, so late June, they added Goliath tier, a new, and that's after the WrestleMania 34 tier. Um, so they added the Goliath tier, and all they got from people, well, actually, when it came out, people were pretty excited. Everything was actually kind of positive for the first few days. Then, uh, here this week, they've released the SummerSlam tier, going into SummerSlam, as they always do. And now people are like, it's too soon for a new tier. And it's like, what do you mean it's too soon? It's August. It's when that tier comes out. Every August, SummerSlam comes out. <laughs> Pretty simple. And so all these people are just, like, bashing it. That's, you know, they're just putting out too many tiers and everything like that. And that is... So my aggravation comes from the people that are... You, you can't please them. It drives me nuts. And all these people are like, oh, I hate this game. I hate this game because it has a new tier all the time. It has a new game mode all the time. It has all you want is money and buy new packs and everything. They have ways of playing where you don't have to spend money. I don't personally do that. I don't spend a dime. I right. never spend a dime on the game. I have, I have spent many, many a dime. Way too many a dime. I haven't spent as many dimes, but I've spent quite a few. <laughs> I don't know. It's pretty close. Um, but, uh, but you know, there, so you don't have to do And you guys are, what, one tier behind two tier? No, you're, you guys are WrestleMania 34. Yeah. So you're one tier behind me because I'm Goliath still. And so, I mean, the fact that you guys are right there not spending a dime, where I'm right there, oh, this is really going to get me in trouble with Lena, <laughs> where I'm right there spending a lot of dimes, you know, um, you know, it, it shows that you don't have to do that. And these people are complaining, and it's like, if you don't like the game, don't play the game. That's all. I don't want to hear about it. Even if you like it, I really don't want to hear about it. And I'm, I'm not that type of guy that I got to hear you compliment the game. I'm like, just leave me alone. But, um, but I, it just, I'm not the social media expert because I don't like social media. <laughs> Mostly he doesn't like the social side. The social, I, I, I kind of dig media. <laughs> the backstories, the social. Yeah, I do without all that. people. Yeah, yeah, I'm not that guy. Any final words on uh, that? No, that's go go play Supercard. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be reaching up to the top shelf. We're pulling down our top three favorite quotes of all time. 
That's right. It's called Top Shelf. Thank you for the reminder. Oh yeah. <laughs> and the random randomness, random picker nader. The random nader. Right? What is it? Is that what it's called? Sure, let's call it the random nader. Random nader. Everything's cooler with nader at the end of it. <laughs> he ended rapid reel shots. He's going to be starting top shelf. Rowdy, tell us what your number three is. My number three is a quote that. I really, I, I don't know if I used to live by it as much as I used to. I used to really live by it. But it comes from somebody that I don't really care for, from a team I really don't care for. But the message, the message means something. Just win, baby. So Al Davis, just win, baby. That's my number three. That means it's time for number one podcaster's pick. What's Jerry, the, what's your name? Well, let me tell you. <laughs> yes, it's time for the podcasting champion. I hope you don't mind, but my list is top quote makers. So I look, so I'm just gonna tell you my top quote maker and give a few fun examples. So, number three quote maker is celebrated author Mark Twain. I just looked up humorous quotes, and that came up a lot. For example, all right, never put off till tomorrow what you can do the day after tomorrow. Procrastination. It's my thing, too. Here's another one. Clothes make the man. Naked people have little or no influence on society. And let us be thankful for the fools, but for them, the rest of us could not succeed. And this one's a little more serious, but I like it. Don't go around saying the world owes you a living. The world owes you nothing. It was here first. So we're going with celebrated Huckleberry Finn, the Huckleberry Finn, and Tom Sawyer author, among other great things. So that's my number three guy. And so we're moving on to our next top shelf pick. Top hey. shelf. Top shelf. That's me. That's number three. I went a little bit more uh, serious with my uh, my quotes. Uh, my number three is uh, from Martin Luther King Jr. Uh, Our lives begin to end the day we become silent about things that matter. I like it. Yeah, don't let things uh, pass by without speaking up if, if there's a wrongdoing happening. I agree. A, a worthy contribution to top shelfdom. I agree. All right, let's move on to Jerry. What's your number three? My number three comes from Yogi Berra. Hey, <laughs> no, not Yogi uh, Berra. Bear. Bear. Yeah, right. uh, I, I think we can all agree this man has said some great things over the years, like the fact that he said, I never said most of the things I said. Uh, he, I, I, I found some of his quotes to be quite amusing, uh, but this one actually uh, struck, a, struck a chord with me, and, and it, it, it was kind of... Kind of seemed very fitting. If the world were perfect, it wouldn't be. Very true. Uh, yeah. I, I really liked that when I saw that, so that's my number three. All right, so that brings us to uh, me for number two. Number two. And this one will probably surprise people because it's not a wrestler video game or anything like that. So uh, this is from Thomas A. Edison. And... Um, the quote is, I have not failed. I've just found 10,000 ways that won't work. 
And uh, so I, I, I uh, try and uh, live by that as far as myself, as far as, you know, I'm, and, and people know me as a perfectionist, but it's not so much as that I have to do it perfect every time. I have to eventually get it perfect. Um, I am perfectly willing to fail and to, to lose things and things like that in order to, as long as I learn something from it. Um, and that's something, you know, my dad taught me. He's like, okay, well, every time you fail, just what did you do wrong? And don't do that again. Right. And eventually you'll get it right. So um, I'm, I'm that way with pretty much everything I do in life that if I do something and it doesn't work, you know, I scratch that off and I go back at it with a different angle. Um, so uh, uh, that uh, quote has uh, actually been something that I've, <laughs> sadly I had to look it up here, but I, I've uh, had that quote for a long time as far as it, uh, something that I, I truly live by. Yeah. It's a good quote. It's the only way you, you learn. If you're going to fail or make mistakes at something, if you don't learn from them, then you're just going to repeat them. Absolutely. I think the definition of insanity is trying the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. Correct. So like this podcast? <laughs> pretty much, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, I, I really, I, I, I think not learning from your mistakes fits the definition of insanity perfectly. Right. Yeah. These are some good quotes. Good people's. Good quotes, people. Okay. Now, my number two. Number two quote maker in the house is, uh, well, I grew up... Uh, reading these uh, novels by uh, Douglas Adams, and they always had really funny uh, quotes in them. So I thought I'd give you a, a few gems. Especially, I grew up reading these books, uh, especially the first three are great. Uh, but uh, a few quotes from my number two quote maker, Douglas Adams. For example, in the beginning, the universe was created. That has made a lot of people very angry and has been widely regarded as a bad move. <laughs> okay. Um, here's another good one. Reality is frequently inaccurate. <laughs> Anybody, anyone who is capable of getting themselves made president should on no account be allowed to do the job. <laughs> that was about... Uh, Zaphod Beeblebrox, we're not going to get political here, we're a fictional character. <laughs> and, uh, let's see here, and here's an interesting one. Life is like a grapefruit. It's orange and squishy and has a few pips in it, and some folks have half a one for breakfast. So, <laughs> so, number two quote maker, Douglas Adams, humorous science fiction writer, and that's my pick. And I'll so, stick him to it. So long, and thanks for the fish. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping that's another quote by him, and you're yes, just not yes, yes. having some weird fish quote. transaction happening. <laughs> <laughs> There's even a song that goes to it. So long, and thanks for all the fish. So sad that it has come to this. There's more to it, but that's all I remember. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And this all has right. been our... Out of left Almost uh, <laughs> Doctor Who moment of the night, where Dave and I just sit here. And By the way, nod our heads. Douglas and... Adams, writer on Doctor Who. <laughs> there we go. Oh, wow. Thanks for saying that. It was our Doctor Who moment of the night. Just, That's just, why. Well, hold on, real Thanks quick. Working that because do you know where most of those quotes came from? <laughs> Doctor Who. No. Oh. Hitchhiker's Guide oh, yeah, to the yeah, Galaxy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my second quote is from uh, Mother Teresa. 
if you judge people, you have no time to love them. <laughs> All right, so uh, we're reaching up to the top shelf, pulling down our top three favorite quotes. We're moving on to the most interesting man in the room, Jerry. Keep thirsty, my friend. <laughs> and that was his number two. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, all right. My number two comes from one of my favorite movies. So, avoid using the word very because it's lazy. A man is not very tired. He is exhausted. Don't use very sad. Use morose. Language was invented for one reason, boys. To woo women. And in that endeavor, laziness will not do. This quote was written by N.H. Kleinbaum. Um, it was actually spoken by John Keating, played by Robin Williams in the movie Dead Poets Society. That movie has a lot of great quotes in it. Yes, it does. Carpe diem. Seize the day. We're just talking a whole bunch of different languages. Yeah. Dito compatico. Carpe diem. Welcome to International Random Shot. That's right. <laughs> Where we We're are. trying to expand to... I love that we were Random Shots the Musical tonight. Thank you, Indy. And now we're on to Random Shots International. <laughs> we'll find something that somebody likes. Shots the Musical. <laughs> oh, jeez, I'm going to start writing that one. <laughs> we're Ladies, putting on a play, people. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Don't do that random thing again, because that just makes me think of bunnies. <laughs> just cracks me up. <laughs> Random, 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 random. <laughs> Ladies Real and gentlemen. Shots. Oh, wait, that was earlier. Never mind. Ladies and gentlemen, next week we'll be recording Random Shots, the Murder Mystery. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number one. Um, so my number one is not a big surprise to anybody who knows me. And, again, this is something that I used to live by very strongly, and now not so much because I try to set a good example for people. Um, but it's win if you can, lose if you must, but always cheat. And there's only one always in that. I know you like to throw that second always in there when you say it, Jerry. But there's only one always. And that was a quote from Bobby Heenan back in the day. And and I almost went Indy's route here with uh, Bobby Heenan quotables. Because Bobby Heenan was a quote maker. <laughs> but uh, you can win, it'll just cost you some money. Nothing better than a good blind referee. Uh, you'd have a good voice if it ever came out of your throat. <laughs> Hawaii's 50th state. I thought it was a suburb of Guam. <laughs> Apologies to the Hawaiians out there. <laughs> From Bobby. I'd love to be par- uh, popular in Barcelona. That sounds like a fun job. <laughs> Are there any swamps in Oklahoma? Yes, there is. It's called Tulsa. <laughs> uh. The man was a plethora. And this one he actually says about Glen Falls, New York, which is actually where Hacksaw Jim Duggan's from. Um, and I'm sure he was commentating on one of his matches here. That's but. where my sister-in-law and bro- brother-in-law live. Oh, yeah? Okay. Well, right. have you ever been to Glen Falls? The city limits are uh, city limit signs are both posted on the same post. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was small. You're right. <laughs> And a serious one, actually, kind of from. Uh, everyone should have uh, cancer one time. Then you know that other things aren't important. The guy that gives you the finger at the stoplight don't mean nothing anymore. You come home, something's cold, or you didn't have something in the mail, big deal. Uh, you want to get up every day, and you see your family and your friends. So that's a kind of a that's a serious one from him there, because he did battle cancer 
a uh, couple different times, and that's I think eventually what uh, uh, at least aided to his his passing a couple years ago. So, but uh, Bobby Heenan, one of my uh, uh, heroes growing up. Uh, so I mean, he did pretty much everything you can in the business, and uh, definitely one of my heroes. But win if you can, lose if you must, but always cheat. Yes. He was yes. one of those that took the seemingly punishments, like the weasel suit, almost better than he took the rewards that you'd see him get during the shows. And it, that's something that I always loved about the guy. You know who owned the weasel suit? He did. He did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, it's kind of, you know, the gimmick of uh, if you bring something down to the ring, get ready for it to be used on you. So right. all those years that I, I, I brought a kendo stick down to the ring, I'm not an idiot. I knew I was getting beat with it by some point. <laughs> Thank you, Romeo and Casanova. But, uh, so, but yeah, um, uh, he, he was willing to do whatever it took in order to make those people happy. I mean, those fans. Yeah. So. Yeah, he's a good guy. He uh, he had some funny quotes and I I enjoyed his stuff back in the eighties wrestling heyday. Love that stuff, man. He was great. Well, yeah, well, on commentary in the nineties, but one of the boys <laughs> I know here in Colorado, the one of the <laughs> local workers, once said, "Anybody that says that they are that they don't care about money in this business is lying to you and me." If I cared about the money, I I would be I would have tried out years ago to do stuff on a bigger level. I stay on the indies because for me it's about the fans. I I really enjoy going out there and making those fans upset. It makes me feel all warm and fuzzy inside when I make them mad. <laughs> There's something magical about having an entire <laughs> gymnasium of people hate you. <laughs> like the I, they I, wanted I, to kill Romeo and I because of what he did with that flag. Right. I mean the the night that uh, um, they cut my hair, and I mean. Crowds of people are leaving with handfuls of my hair, and Lena's at work in the front door. And she's like, "I can't believe this is super creepy, and these people are so freaking excited." <laughs> she's like, "I did not realize that you meant that much to these people." <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, they finally got what they wanted." Uh, number one for number one champion podcaster is <clears throat> so is gimmick going to end because uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. I may have to retire it after this episode. <laughs> but number one quote is Roddy Knight, eat me, I'm a hurt here she bar. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That was great. <laughs> eat me, I'm a Hershey bar. Nobody says it like you. Yeah, I think it was supposed to be in Dumb and Dumber, and it, it was like on a uh, like extra or something like that, where he was doing an interview, uh, Jim Carrey, and uh, and he did that, and I saw it and just cracked up, and so I used it on the other thing. But yeah, <laughs> but that was uh, a Regis filming night. Yes, it was. Yeah. Okay, well, I came up with that number one on the fly. That might be the actual number one. <laughs> Look, buddy, got but the one that I prepared was. Was uh, one of the masters of the one-liners, uh, stand-up comedian Stephen Wright. So I'm probably gonna mess up the delivery, but here's a few examples. <laughs> so you. I'm gonna screw it up several times. <laughs> Curiosity killed the cat. Before a while, I was a suspect. I bought some batteries, but they weren't included. If you shoot at mimes, should you use a silencer? <laughs> you know, things like that, you know, great one-liners. I've got tons of them, but we don't want to go too long, so. 
So that's number one, code number one with the Miyabo Hershey bar. So there you go. I think he actually, I think it was him that's, that said my favorite. Uh, my dog got out, ran away. So when it came back to punish him, I took him on a walk to Florida and back. Right. <laughs> <laughs> my impersonation of a bowling ball. <laughs> I want to get a tattoo of myself on myself, but like an inch taller. <laughs> ah, he's a funny man. He's a funny, funny man. Oh, did he make our comedian list? I don't think he did. Oh, he should have. have least. Well, he 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 made uh, the quote list, so I guess right. he made a list, if not that list. <laughs> All right. right. So that comes to me for my number one. My last quote is from Ronald Reagan. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it to our children in the bloodstream. It must be fought for, protected, and handed on for them to do the same. One day we will spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it was once like in the United States where men were free. With just the the sacrifices that... uh, uh, veterans make um, and, and they do fight for our, our freedom every day I just uh, I love that quote no matter what uh, what your political views are what your what your stance is on on things we uh, we all have something in common we're all we're all free and we're free because of the the brave men and women that, that do it day in day out for us absolutely yeah agreed Correcto. all right Jerry wrap us up all right, before I get into my number one, which is, and you'll understand when I when I go to it, it's kind of a two-part quote, because I think credit has to be given where it's due on my number one. I got two honorable mentions. One, I think, is just hilarious. I'll get to that one in a second, but I want to read something else from Dead Poet Society real quick. We don't read and write poetry because it's cute. We read and write poetry because we are members of the human race, and the human race is filled with passion. And medicine, law, business, engineering, these are noble pursuits and necessary to sustain life. But poetry, beauty, romance, love, these are what we stay alive for. To quote from Whitman, O me, O life, of the questions of these recurring, of the endless trains of the faithless, of cities filled with the foolish, what good amid these, O me, O life. Answer, that you are here, that life exists, and identity that the powerful play goes on and you may contribute a verse that the powerful play goes on and you may contribute a verse what will your verse be and to me that just means that we all have a part to play in this life and are you going to contribute your part um the other one's really short it's uh phyllis diller uh phyllis diller has a quote about burt reynolds Burt Reynolds once asked me out. I was in his room. (laughs) (laughs) My number one quote. Oh, oh, wait, hold on. (laughs) Only on random shots, folks. (laughs) Can you go from a a wonderful quote from Dead Poet Society like that to a Phyllis Stiller quote? (laughs) Let's hear your number one. All right. Here's the deal. I feel like credit should be given where it's due. And my number one actually was a an altered quote that came from Yeats originally. And what Yeats actually said was, there are no strangers here, <coughs> only friends you haven't met. To me, I feel like Yeats is 
talking about how I'm in this big group right now and you just haven't met everybody here, but you know, they're, they're all your friends. You just haven't met them. And, and that's great. But that's, to me, it's, it doesn't have the full impact of the Will Rogers version of the quote, which I originally read in a book called Dragonlance uh, by a character named Tasselhoff. And the quote goes, a stranger is a friend you haven't met yet. And to me, the Will Rogers version of this quote means that I can go anywhere today. Uh, let's say I've got a ticket to go fly somewhere and I can go over to DIA right now and I get stuck at a table with somebody that I don't know. By the end of the conversation, this stranger has now become my friend. I just hadn't met them to begin with. And to me, this is one of the greatest quotes because I probably wouldn't be here with you guys if I didn't believe in strangers or just friends I haven't met yet because I walked into that blockbuster and we became friends against your will, and you introduced me to these two. And against our will, against their will, <laughs> and strangers became friends. And this quote will always mean something to me because of that. And there we are in a I, geo metro, and <laughs> all stuffed in people in the the hatchback, and me. with the uh, goat from the uh, Hunchback in Notre Dame. Uh, cardboard cutout on the side of the window there. <laughs> Remember that? Right. And the celebrator Doppelbach goat hanging from the mirror. Right. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, the goat. Yes. <laughs> um, that is a very cool, uh, fitting quote for you. Um, if there's ever been one thing that drives me crazy about you, it is your willingness to make friends with people and then refer to them as friends. I don't mind talking to people if I have to. But afterwards, when I talk to somebody else about talking to those people, I say I met, you know, an acquaintance, um, something like that. I, the word friend, as you can see, since four of the seven friends that I have in my entire life are all, <laughs> sorry, three. I, I, come, I, I am very friendly with myself. Uh, a, little, a little too handsy, but other than that. Um, but, um, you know, uh, I only have a very small group that I refer to as friend. Friend is a very close word for me. And so I don't make friends with everybody. I, I don't refer to people as friends if I meet them on a bus and then, you know, <laughs> they're not my friend. They're just somebody I talk to. Um, so, but that's one thing that drives me crazy with you, but it fits you. And so, uh, yeah, a very fitting quote for you. Absolutely. Think none of this would have happened if I didn't throw a ball over a backstop. It's true. <laughs> That's where it all started. That's where it all started. By having the first baseman laugh at me and insult me while I was throwing the ball over the backstop. I didn't say anything out loud. I'm pretty you were sure I did hear you. <laughs> I think the look on my face said enough. But you know oh, what? That was just one of the times I failed, and I just went back and tried it again. Right. <laughs> and I did it again. <laughs> but, uh, yep, so, uh, yeah, it's crazy how life works out. That's right. You never yeah. know where your friends are going to come from. Right. That was a great quote. Who was that from again, just so we could put it on the record? David Hasselhoff. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was before he was drunk on the floor. <laughs> the, the version that I Back picked was... Said, the, oh. the version of the quote that I went with for my number one is actually Will Rogers. Okay. <laughs> who, uh, who actually had, had a few Will great Rogers ones. Will Rogers via... David Tasselhoff. Tasselhoff, yeah. <laughs> right. Just Tasselhoff. I've been yeah. looking for freedom. Yeah. Will Rogers said, give a man enough rope. <laughs> Which, 
basically means if you let the guy do it, he's going to hang himself. Right. Uh, he also mm. said, I never met a man I, n- I didn't like. I think that uh, Will Rogers and I were spirit animals or something. Yeah, I guess. We didn't get along very well. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't meet me. Right. <laughs> so I just have a quick uh, honorable mention. Um, John Madden, my all-time favorite one. Hey, the offensive <laughs> linemen are the biggest guys on the field. They're bigger than everybody else, and that's what makes them the biggest guys on the field. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then this one is pretty good, too, and I'll leave it at that. The best way to gain more yards is advance the ball down the field from the line of scrimmage. <laughs> What I like about him is he's very accurate. <laughs> the biggest guys are the largest guys on the field. <laughs> at one point at work, I was on our board in the back office. The The clients don't get to see that board. That's just for the employees in the UA office. Um, at one point, I was putting up daily quotes or daily jokes on the board. And last year, around this time, I decided that for, I think it was actually September, I decided the theme for the month of September was going to be Madden quotes, because, you know, football season, this is this is a perfect fit. And so I jumped online. I actually was going to write down my Madden quotes for the month that I was going to put on the board, and I'm like, whoa, at this rate, I'm going to have to put two or three per day instead of just the one, <laughs> because these are awesome, and we can't miss out on these. Yeah, <laughs> Some good quotes. Any other honorable mentions? Any any other business to tie up here? Yippee ki! Uh, never mind. <laughs> I always like this book. line. Yes. From the uh, from the television show Incredible Hulk. Don't make me angry. You won't like me when I'm angry. I always enjoyed that. And of course, that's the most referenced quote right? from the show, and yeah. the one everyone remembers. Except <laughs> Tony. I remember when we were talking about this before, and you're like, what is that from? I don't... No. No? No, I know The Incredible Hulk. The TV show? Yes. All right. My brother used to watch it every week. <laughs> All I, think right, he was, I think he was the Hulk one year for Halloween. <laughs> right. <laughs> kind of a mid-transition. I could say it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of quotes, probably the most misquoted quote from Star Wars, Luke, I am your father doesn't actually say that. He says, no, I am your father. Right. Mind-boggling. Star Trek has one of those, too. Beam me up, Scotty. (laughs) Never actually said on the original series. He never says, beam me up, Scotty? Nope. Just beam me up? Usually just says, I'm ready, or something something like that. Yeah, something like that. Mr. Scott or something, but, yeah. But uh, and usually he's running from something, so he's like, "Now, Mister Scott." <laughs> there's, there's a theory that all oh, that these, sounded more like bones. Right. There's a theory that all these uh, all these lines that we remember are because they're the lines in an alternate universe, and where they're just kind of getting into our brains because in an alternate universe they use that alternate line in the movie. It's called the Mandela effect. Mm, is that like the Carbonaro effect? <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> uh, the name of a hidden camera magic TV show that you're on right now? <laughs> oh my god, I always wanted to be on this! Carbonaro effect? I thought it was like bad Italian food or something. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> went to went to the restaurant last night and had a little bit of carbonara. <laughs> we should do a, a misheard toilet paper. We should do a misheard lyrics or quotes episode somewhere down the road. Then we can talk about "Hold Me Closer," Tony Danza. <laughs> Um, yeah, oh, I have a I good have, one. I have a good one. Maybe I should just say it. <laughs> Secret Asian oh, man. <laughs> that was your sister, wasn't it? Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, um, I hear that every time now. <laughs> so do I. Uh, all the boys think she's a spy from um, Kim Carnes. I think sings it's Betty Davis eyes. I always thought it was, all the boys think she's a spaz. <laughs> and then, <laughs> Which turned out to be right, so. <laughs> and then uh, uh, my sister-in-law, on that same song, <laughs> thought it was, she's got about a day to decide. <laughs> so then he came to decide. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> about a day to decide. Oh... Well, anyway, all right. Are you well, having sex or working out? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that wraps up our <laughs> quotes episode. We took you on a an adventure through quotes from many different areas of life. We took you on some rapid reel shots and uh, some rapid trails. I uh, hope you enjoyed it. I know I have. We had Again, to apologize to some people, right? Oh, my goodness. I almost forgot about the apologies. Our One of our <laughs> listeners would have hated me. <laughs> you know, the only reason that listener listens <laughs> is to hear the apology. She might just fast forward to the end. <laughs> oh, no. She listens to the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, should, we should quiz her on the episodes. <laughs> All right. So, that's right. Before we go into the... I'm sorry, I'm so sorry. Okay, go ahead. All right. What's an episode without our favorite apology? Lena. Good job, Dave. Uh, I'd like to uh, apologize to the Madden game. Uh, since Dave uh, put Supercard above Madden, it's really hurt his feelings, and I just want to apologize to you. <laughs> Supercard, Madden, Madden family. Which leads us to the next one, Dave's family. <laughs> Madden's not portable. <laughs> I don't want to hear your excuses. You, you picked your your uh, your order. Uh, Hawaii, <laughs> and uh, Guam, and, and uh, Stephen Wright for us uh, not uh, getting uh, his jokes exactly right, but more for, importantly, and for the impressions. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and the most important, it's a three-part apology uh, for not just in case we didn't have you on the uh, comedy show, uh, we are apologize for that. And if we did, we're sorry that we forgot that you were on there. We don't want you to think you're not so important that we have forgotten whether we've discussed you or not. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Alright. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we've taken you on a long trip through quotes from all walks of life. We've taken you down to rapid real shots and we've taken you down some rabbit holes. I hope you enjoyed it as much as we have. Gentlemen, thank you for, for uh, doing this. Thank you for being here. And appropriately, let's end with a quote. The quote is, life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around once in a while, you could miss it. That's right. And uh, then we're also going to end this with 30 seconds of the anvil laughing. Because nothing's more addictive than the anvil laughing. Ha 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 ha!